Shopping. Net. The Iowa men fishing tonight hosting Nebraska. Tomorrow night, the Hawkeyes women host Indiana in a battle for first in the Big Ten. The forecast of severe winter weather is causing ticket prices for Saturday night's Chiefs-Dolphins playoff game to plummet. DraftKings line has KC favored by four and a half. Patriots wasting no time in hiring Bill Belichick's successor. They're promoting Gerard Mayo, the former linebacker, a Belichick assistant since 2019. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Hour 2, Miller and Condit continues, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condit with you on this snowy Friday. Bad work out of me as I was talking to Chris Williams there off air. Didn't have any good country music queued up for him. We don't have a whole lot of that here over on the uh, wall of music, unfortunately, Williams. So apologies to that. We didn't have our, our normalcy when we get you on to kick off a segment where we get to play some country music. That's a letdown, brother. It is, Sam. Major letdown. How are you today? Uh, all right. Dug myself out and uh, made the decision that we were going to hire somebody to shovel the drive today or, well, snow blow the drive today because I uh, just backed out of that thing and trampled over it and made my way into the radio studio. You don't have to worry about that anymore, though, right? No more worried about getting in here to the studio. You just no. can, can do things and work <laughs> from home. That's got to be a nice feeling. Yeah. No, it is. I mean... It is wild, like, just how far the technology's come, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you can literally, you have a studio. As long as you have internet, I could have a studio on the moon, right. which is wild. And it's, like, studio quality and stuff, too. So, yeah, it's cool. But I hope everybody's staying safe out there. It's um, We're worried about games and stuff coming up this weekend. I saw Iowa State wrestling made a move, and uh, hopefully every, hopefully we get everything in. Is Iowa, Iowa will play tonight on schedule, right? I know Nebraska there yes yeah everything appears to be good to go now how many people are actually going to be in the building i mean dozens will probably be making their way inside of carver it's gonna gonna kind of probably feel like almost 2020 tonight yeah yeah that's what i was thinking too it feels like a covid type game so yeah we'll see i just it's uh weird to just get hit like this like twice in a week Mm -hmm. makes it really tough i know for Iowa State fans listening, the Baylor women are already there. They are. So that game should be okay. And then the Oklahoma State men I'm a little concerned about because they were planning to come this afternoon. Hmm. So they're still in Stillwater. And not that they can't get up here. Uh, It's very possible. But I think that's one to kind of keep an eye on here in the next 24 hours to see, you know, Flying private like that, it's just it's a little different. Maybe they'll have to fly into Kansas City and bus up or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. There's options. And it's a 5 o'clock tip-off. It's not anything you worry about 11 o'clock or something like that. So a little bit more time. Uh, Indiana women, as they make their way to Iowa City, they're going to try to fly in tomorrow morning is what their plan is. So kind of that's the route that they're going there. Hey, you mentioned Baylor is already there. What a matchup here. And we knew this was going to be a young team for Fenley's group. And you've seen those freshman moments and those young groups at time. But we talk about, obviously, Audie Crux because of seeing her for so long. But Addie Brown was a McDonald's All-American. She's a stud. And even the one that I just didn't know a whole lot about with Bristow, she's a really good yeah. player. I mean, the excitement level for this group and what they already have coupled with, they're good right now. It's incredibly exciting, and Bill Fennelly, as he's you know making his way through the back nine of his coaching career, what a group he has. 
Yeah, and, you know, I think it's probably his best coaching job. I mean, going back 30 years, it's kind of hard to make that proclamation, but I'm guessing this is his the, the youngest team yeah. he's ever had at Iowa State. I can't imagine being any younger where you have really seven contributors or eight, and five of them are true freshmen, you know, that are really leading you across the board in every statistic, uh, which is you, – you can kind of tell when Iowa came in there and Iowa State had a lot of juice in that game. And, they, you know, they, they competed with Iowa. They almost beat Iowa. They had a lead with four minutes to play. And that, that, that showed me a lot because that Iowa team is just so veteran that, that Iowa State was able to do that in such a big moment with the nation watching, you know, with Caitlin playing and everything. And, yeah, th- this has been one of the great, pleasant surprises, I think, probably for me watching Iowa State over all these years because this was – by all means, I think anybody realistically, we knew how talented they were, but it was a rebuilding year. And they, you know, I, I would think right now at 4-0 in the Big 12, you know, right right now you would project them to be an NCAA tournament team, which I don't think really anybody had tabs. So it's, it's cool. These are the best type of seasons when they just jump up and surprise you. And then yesterday, Trent, they had two recruits uh, who are signed that got nominated for the McDonald's All-American game. So it's not stopping. I guess it's you know, the next couple of years, twilight of Finley's career, no doubt, but could be the maybe a best for last type scenario too, because I don't think that they've probably had more talent than they're going to have over the next two or three years. This Baylor team that comes in, it's not some of the Baylor teams that we've seen in the past that kind of has that star or two. Really well-rounded team. What do they have? Seven players that are averaging 8.8 points per game or more. I mean, talk about a balanced effort. A little bit different build here for this Baylor squad. Yeah, and like, you know, the way I would put it for an Iowa State fan, if you watched Danae Fritz last year, who was one of Iowa State's best players, mm-hmm. she transferred to Baylor and she can't get off the bench. Yeah, So that shows you the type of talent that they have down there. You know, the good thing for Iowa State, and I just, I kind of have to rewire my brain when talking about the Iowa State women, is it's wild. Like, they've never had a post that could match up with these elite post players across the country. And, and Adi can do that. Even as a freshman, she's just a matchup nightmare. And she's just good enough from the free throw line. She showed the ability to pop out and hit a three every now and then she's really, really, really good. Like I, I think, I, I think, you know, Addie Brown is obviously a stat monster, but Adi's the difference they've had. They've had women like, Addie Brown, who are, you know, those double-double machines and really good. They've never had that that post threat, ever. You have to go back to, like, Anna Prince to even have somebody in that category. When they have had them, they've been really undersized. And now you've got Audie. And it's just a game-changer against the Baylors and Texases of the world where they always struggled down low so much. Looking at the updated bracketology from ESPN, Iowa State currently a nine seed and uh, in the same little mini bracket as Stanford, the number one there. As we look at those things already, as you know, Chris, here early on. And Baylor coming in after getting blown out by Kansas. I mean, this is going to be a, a team that's a little fired up here. Should be a real fun one. What's uh, what's TV look like for that game tomorrow? Good question. I want to say ESPN Plus. Okay. I don't know that off the top of my head, but it's a noon noon tip. I'm guessing since it's on a Saturday, it's ESPN. Plus. It is. Yep, just happens. found it here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it, it'll be a good one. You're right. Baylor. They'll have they'll have Baylor's full attention. Being four and zero, Baylor 
surprisingly have lost quite a few games in that arena over the years in the Kim Mulkey era. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably lost at Hilton more than they lost at anywhere else. So, yeah, it, and they just bust right up from Kansas. So this has been like a week-long road trip for that team. Oh. And, yeah, it, they will, uh, they'll be ready to go. I, I, would, I have no idea what the line is, but Iowa State's a substantial underdog in that game, I would think. And we'll be looking for that one tomorrow morning. All right, let's jump over to the men's side. Uh, take us back to Tuesday night, that win against Houston. It, it went exactly according to the script I anticipated. Hard-nosed defensive effort on both sides. Who can make a play late? Trey made a couple of big plays late in the game, and, of course, the fadeaway from the quarter from Monchilovich. Uh, what a performance. What was the environment like with all the snow? It was awesome, honestly. I was not surprised by it. I knew Iowa State fans would get there. I didn't know how many. I would say we were debating. I would say 70 to 80% full, depending on, you know, probably closer to 70. But the, the point is that the people who were there were crazy. Like, it was the absolute sicko-type fans that would get there for anything. And we, we've seen this over the years with Iowa State. Like, when that happened. It almost turns into like a WWE type crowd. Mm. How I would, it, it, you know, you you got to be kind of like a little bit wired a little bit differently to get out in a blizzard to go out and see a basketball game. Like not only that, but then show up and just be an absolute maniac for two straight hours, and that's pretty much what that crowd did. Like it, I'll tell you this: uh, Houston wanted no part of that crowd to start. It really took them a while to settle in. You could tell that it was something somewhat foreign to them. They play a lot of good non-conference games, but it's usually on neutral floors. They've not seen, you know, that type of an environment in the American. And, but I also, even, even though they lost, I think I came away more impressed with Houston than I have ever been because just what they do defensively is so impressive. It's so, they work so hard on that end of the floor. And, I would uh, – they'll probably lose, what, I don't know, four, five, six games in the Big 12 this year because the league's so good. But I would argue that they'll be a lot more ready for the NCAA tournament than they have been. And I know you're a guy who's always looking for an edge. That wouldn't be a bad future bet in my mind because I, I just wait for them to lose a few more games because yep. they're the talent's there, the coaching's there, the defense is always going to be there. You know, they're the other night against Iowa State. It's just – Iowa State gave them, you know, it, it was an impressive win because I, I thought when when Houston got back within like three or one or whatever it was, it was like ten to play, you know, I would have I would have thought in a I didn't think Iowa State was going to win. I thought they were going to lose by ten, and that's what impressed me with Iowa State is that they were able to save them off and you know make just enough shots and the free throws down the stretch to win it. But I I came away more impressed with Houston than I was going into it. Battle tested, and I already have a preseason ticket on the Cougars at eighteen to one. They're currently ten to one right now at Circle. But you're exactly right. There's going to be more losses there if you want to have a ticket and and believe that that strength of schedule is going to help them. Uh, that's going to yeah. go a long way. Chris, uh, I, I found something interesting. So it's something that I've talked about for a number of years. I don't know if you remember. I used to complain to Hell or High Water about the way the Fran McCaffrey early in his tenure how he scheduled because. With the old RPI system, you couldn't have those terrible buy games. You just couldn't. Well, in this new system with the net, I think more and more coaches are realizing you schedule the awful teams, you beat them by 50 points, and though strength, your uh, margin of victory is capped at 10, efficiency numbers are not capped, and it's going to help you out. 
take a guess right now. If we had the old RPI system, uh, Iowa State currently huh. is number 11 in the NCAA net. What their RPI would be right now if we still <laughs> use that system? Um, do you know? Do you have I have it right in front of me. Okay. Uh, 80? 85. Would, okay, I was pretty close. I mean, they wouldn't even be a bubble team. Seriously, they would not even be considered yeah. a bubble team right now with the old system of the RPI. And Iowa State has figured it out. McCaffrey figured it out a couple of years ago. It is the new kind of math. You see the Mountain West? They're doing the same kind of thing. Mountain West was at the forefront of tricking the RPI. They would, instead of playing those bye games against the MEAC, the SWAC, those kind of schools, they would just schedule a D2 because it didn't count on your RPI, and they tricked the computers. More and more teams now with the new net are tricking it. I wonder if we're going to see some tweaks here in the next year or two. I hope so. I mean, like, I get why Iowa State, Mm -hmm. and it makes total sense, and it was really smart, and guessing Jamie Pollard being on the committee had something to do with that, right? Mm -hmm. Um but it, it's not that fun. Like I, no. I'll say this, and Iowa State fans love basketball, right? Yeah. Like it, they're they're ravenous about it. But it it felt like you know we were sitting down to do our podcast on Sunday nights, and it was like, well, <laughs> all right, I guess we'll mention the basketball game, yeah. and that's just so unlike what Bloom and I do because we we're basketball junkies, right? Like we can do basketball 365 days out of the year, but you're beating Grambling by 70, or you're beating like. There's just not a lot to analyze. So I hope they make some adjustments to it. I don't blame the teams that are doing it. BYU feels like one of those teams to me. Like, they're the totally fade fade them would be my play, and they're 0-2, like, to start. They just beat a lot of bad teams, too. Um, yeah, they, they've got to make some tweaks to it, especially because, like, now, like, it's even harder for, like, the Drakes of the world that are actually good. Yeah. Right? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to play them because analytically, I mean, it's a – it's tough to win that game. Like you're going to be a 12 point favorite, but like it's hard to beat that team by 12 because they're good. So you're just going to keep scheduling Prairie View A and M. And I, unfortunately, I don't see that changing until they make some tweaks to the system. I'm right there with you. Going to be uh, interesting to see what kind of if there's going to be some kind of fallout going forward. Hey, one more uh, basketball question for you before we get into a little football talk. Before we let you go, uh, Watson, seeing him out there, kind of finding a niche, finding a role. He's a guy that. You've heard me the last couple of years. I've been really high on Demarion Watson. A guy, there's just, there's something about that body type. A guy that can step out, hit a jumper, has got that long, lanky frame. I've always liked his game. Good to see that he's finding a role with the Cyclone squad. I like him a lot. He, I remember when they brought him in, they thought of that group that he was probably the most, you know, NBA type of any just because mm-hmm. of his body and his defense. I, I don't, skill wise, he's clearly not there. Um, but you know, the biggest thing it's like with Omaha Baloo not playing, you go, what, what does that mean? I'll, I'll tell you what it means. You, you don't have that backup four to give you 15, 20 minutes of just crazy defense and rebounding. And that was a real void. I thought going into the big 12 and it's why after the Oklahoma game last week, I was so encouraged even after a loss because you had Hassan Ward really be a game changer. Like, really, I thought Hassan Ward really has taken his game to a whole other level that will give this team a different, um, especially in March. Like, they've just, if you remember, the last few years, just their, their bigs have just frankly been not very good. 
Well, now Ward is like a legitimate rim protector. You saw two lobs against Houston that, frankly, won him the game. They win by four. Without those easy buckets, you don't get there. He makes his free throws. And then to have Watson just be able to spell you for 10 to 15 minutes if Trey King gets into foul trouble, then he's long. You know, like Trey's undersized still, really, at this level. But you can bring Demarion in, and he he's – Kind of like the role Trey was, I thought, at the end of last year, where Trey, Trey scored a little bit more. But he also, it's like, he knows I can shoot this shot, I can't shoot this shot, that type of thing. And Demarion plays it very well. So really encouraged, because uh, I think I know what Lipsy is. I think I know what Momchilovic will be. I'm still kind of out there on Keyshawn Gilbert in the Big 12. We'll see. You know, I think he'll be a lot better in March than he is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, um but those bigs, man, like they can compete. I don't know. I'm not saying they're better than anybody in the league because they're not. But they can compete with anybody in that league. And if you can do it in that league, you should be able to have some pretty good matchups in, in the dance. Football, the recruiting portal continues. Still some look, but classes are starting right around the corner. What's the latest as they continue to try to unearth some prospects? What can you tell us on the football front? I got an offensive lineman from Princeton coming in this week, mm-hmm. um, which would be huge. I, I think that it's hard to get starters in the portal on the offensive line. Yep. Those guys are pretty much impossible to come by, but I think this guy would be. He Iowa State recruited him out of high school. He's obviously really smart, went to Princeton. He's a Minnesota prospect. I think it's down to Iowa State, North Carolina, Duke, and uh, Syracuse, from what I know. Uh, so if they can get him... You know, you've added the running back, you've added the kicker, you've added, um, gosh, I'm, I'm slipping. Well, you hopefully this wide receiver out of Army. You know, they're, they're getting nice little pieces. It's, it's hard for, I think, I, some Iowa State fans who don't follow it daily because you, you read about the stuff like all these high end quarterbacks in the portal. And, and that's just not what they're going to be able to do. It's just not. So, I think that you have to look at each and every one of these additions, just like a strategic depth piece, and then you hope that it it comes to fruition. And and that's what all of these pickups are for me, even the kicker from Florida Atlantic yep. last week. It's like, hope he comes in and starts, but he, he might not. But at the worst case, he's he's a warm body. And we all know about kickers in Iowa State in the past there. And like they've got a pretty good track record now with these transfer kickers as far as Mevis and Contreras go. So I trust them pretty well. I think, listen, I think Matt and that staff are pretty good in the portal. Again, you have to realize they're not working even with what Iowa's working. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's just a different conversation. You're going to, you're trying to fill out your two deep with experienced guys who you probably lost. They lost like 15 guys in the portal, right? Who wanted to go on and have a bigger role, probably dropping down a level. And you're trying to replace them with guys who can step in and fill some reps in the Big 12 if needed. Five o'clock, uh, the movement on the wrestling meet tonight against Utah Valley. And if you can get there, you can get in for free. Not a bad idea from Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I would just, they're going to win that like 60 to nothing. Um, so I would just stay home and watch it on on ESPN Plus. But yeah, there'll be there'll be sickos there though. Oh, there they'll will be, be. Yeah, there'll be. And Dresser's got a good team. They're probably a top five team, like legitimately now. So it, yeah, they'll kill that team tonight though. So I wouldn't I wouldn't stress about it too much if you can't make it. Chris, stay safe this weekend. Good luck digging out. We'll talk to you again next week. Appreciate it. Uh, 
Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Take care. That's Chris Williams joining us from CycloneFanatic.com and Iowa Everywhere, our weekly conversation with Chris Williams. We go from the Cyclones over to the Hawkeyes. Tom Caker joins us next, HawkeyeReport.com. Basketball, football, wrestling, whatever else comes up, we got a little of everything. As we take you up until 1, it's Miller and Condon on 106.3. Radio app or wherever you get your podcast. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate. Help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515-225-8866 for a free estimate or go online at Wolf Roofing. WHO. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game. You'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. How about the Packers getting a touchdown against the Dallas Cowboys or... Maybe the Steelers getting nine and a half in Buffalo. Going to be frigid. That total has dropped all the way down to 34 and a half. Plus, everyone, new and existing customers, will get a no sweat same game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KXNO. New customers bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code KXNO. The crown is yours. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt in required. One no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kind of back with you on a football Friday. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, joins us next. We go from the Cyclones to the Hawkeyes as Iowa. They got winter weather that they're dealing with. Nebraska already in town. The wrestling team already over in Lincoln. Good there. But we await the Indiana Hoosiers for the showdown tomorrow night at Carver. Tomorrow 9 a.m. Central Time, it sounds like, is when the Hoosiers are going to try to leave Bloomington. Tom Kakert, how you feeling? Are the Hoosiers going to get to town tomorrow morning? <laughs> well, hopefully the weather will improve because right now, I know just here in my, my little neck of the woods, it is 
snowing like I've never seen it snow before. So uh, big giant flakes and a lot of them. So um, and the wind's going to pick up, but it's like zero. We're going to get in today um, just because it would have been hard to to uh, get to Rapids. So they couldn't get a flight out earlier. So they're going to try and fly out tomorrow morning and. Hopefully they make it. I'm sure the uh, folks at Fox yeah. <laughs> that they get there earlier because they have been promoting the heck out of this game. And um, it's prime time on a Saturday night. And, boy, they've been and you know just promoting Caitlin Clark left and right. So hopefully they can make it and uh, they can give us as good a show as the last time Indiana played at Carver Hawkeye. You, uh, that game was just absolutely incredible, and the buzzer beater there. With that being said, when you look at the matchup with Indiana, I see Gus Johnson's already in town. He was at practice yep. this morning, uh, watching, uh, talking with Coach Bluter and Coach Clark and uh, Caitlin Clark and everything. So that was really good to see. We'll we'll await on that one. But the game itself, you know, Mackenzie Holmes. They haven't seen a post like this since going back to the Virginia Tech game, and that was a game where. They were starting at the time. Was was it Goodman? No, they went small. That was the first game they went small, right, if memory serves. You're going to have to yeah. see some Goodman and some O'Grady. You'd have to think, though, against Holmes, right? Yeah, I would think so. Um, this is going to be interesting. I mean, it just is. These are, you know, probably two top teams in the conference. Ohio State probably in that conversation, too. But, but two really good teams, and and Iowa wants to keep playing. I mean, they've been on a roll. Iowa's won what thirteen straight now, so they've got uh, they've kind of got their mojo going right now. So um, I, I think Iowa definitely wants to play uh, tomorrow against um, against the Hoosiers. So we uh, move from the women's side of things over to the men's side. That'll be happening tonight. Nebraska is there. Huskers off a big win against Purdue. Shot lights out. Now they have to go on the road. I mean, situationally, taking away the Iowa angle, this is something I bet all the time. And you know I bet all the time. So this is one that I always have circled, regardless if Iowa is involved in this one. And just talked earlier with Mike Palm from Circa. The Sharps are agreeing with me. A lot of sharp money on Iowa in this spot. But four and a half, Hawkeyes going to have to play maybe their best game of the year if they're going to win it in that kind of fashion. Yeah, and it opened, I think, three and a half and woke up this morning. It was four and a half. I was like, wow, this thing is, uh, I was surprised it was three and a half. Um, I always look at the Ken Palm number Mm -hmm. and and that was like one. Uh, So I I was, but this is the classic come down to earth regression on the road that, um, that you see all the time. And it's just hard to win on the road. And but here's the other thing. There's probably not going to be many people there. There weren't going to be many people anyway, I don't think, because Friday at 8.30. Now Friday at 8.30 with a blizzard. Um, and, you know, basically it's the people in Iowa City that can go to this game because I don't know that many people even make the trek from the Quad Cities or from Cedar Rapids or from Des Moines. It's just not going to be possible because the interstates are going to essentially be shut down. So, um you have a, it's going to be a friends and family crowd. Uh, I, I jokingly call it, it'll be like one of the, the games during the COVID era yes. when you could just have, you know, a few people there. It's just not going to be many people um, in the building, but 
Yeah, Nebraska's just due for regression, regression here. I mean, they can't uh, – uh, Tamaga can't just keep draining threes in people's faces and I think Mast playing great and, and uh, the Williams kid playing great. I mean, they just had – everything was going right for them mm-hmm. against, uh, against Purdue and you're due for regression. Yeah, if they go out there and, and they shoot in the same kind of direction and they hit 14 three-pointers – uh, you just kind of throw your hands up and say, so be it. Yeah, but hey, this Iowa team, you mentioned Ken Pomeroy. They're still not great defensively. They're 120th in the country, which is actually an improvement from a year ago. It does feel like they are a touch more connected this year. Look, there's some deficiencies out there. Sanford's never going to be a great defender. Brock Harding's not a great defender. I mean, there are holes. Cricky's a below-average defender, but it does feel like they're better connected on the defensive end. Is Is that fair when you watch this team in person? Yeah, I think they're getting there. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I would note from the last game, maybe they were they were a little better without Patrick McCaffrey out there, um, which kind of leads you down to does Fran have a decision to make? And, and he spoke about Patrick and just that he had gotten back to practice. But you wonder if maybe the thing that I've I noticed. Um, pretty readily from the Rutgers game was the with Patrick not available that pushes Josh Dixon in the starting lineup. That's just another body that's not coming off the bench. And Iowa got just outscored by a, by twenty, I think twenty six points uh, in bench scoring. Now that was two Rutgers guys getting really hot too, but they just don't have as much bench punch now with Owen Freeman in the lineup and. and um, and, and with uh, Josh Dixon in the lineup. So if they get Patrick back, bring him off the bench, maybe he can give them some more bench uh, punch than they have. But right now it looked like, well, based on what they sent out this week, that Patrick is going to be back in the starting lineup. But we'll have to wait and see what happens tonight. Seems like it'd be a pretty easy one if you're going to make a change to have him come off the bench. You won your big first Big Ten game yeah. you know, with this starting lineup and just say we're going to continue with it. But... Well, we talked about this with the football program. That last name, it means something. It, it just does. It has to. It's his son. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it, and he's got equity in the program. Mm-hmm. So I would think that that's going to that's gonna matter. But, boy, this is a big game for them because if they can get this one and mm-hmm. maybe get the Gulf uh, on Monday, then you're back to 3-3 three and three facing Purdue and then you know what? What looks like an increasingly bad Maryland team, and then you get another game against Michigan. Although Doug McDaniel will be able to play against Michigan against Iowa because it's at home. <laughs> we we talked <laughs> about this on Twitter the other night, Tom. Um, like, what a disaster! How Iowa lost that game that that, that was sickening. Huh. It, it really is. You you just can't. It's just that, that was the day after the 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 strength coach got in a fight with the head coach yep. who wasn't really coaching. Um. And that team was just in that first half. They were just ready to be taken out, and Iowa couldn't do it. And then um, they just got hot and hit a couple shots. And next thing you know, it's an eleven-point lead, and Iowa could never recover. And that's just God, it was such a bad loss. Just you know, the other ones you can understand, um, but you can't get that. That one's just ugh, yuck, bad. The search for the offensive coordinator continues. Day, what, 93, I think, something like that. As, uh, <laughs> since the firing of Brian Ferentz. Here we are. 
Now, nothing's going to change. They don't have scholarships available. Look, if something hit them in the face, as we saw with Thompson, what, a week ago, that they'd be willing to do that and they'll figure it out. But spring practice isn't starting tomorrow. And thank God for that because look outside. They're not going to have to worry about that. But the, the natives are getting restless out there. One thing that I have heard from a couple of different places, and again, this is just rumors and rumblings, is that finances very well could be a bit of a sticking point right now. I was not going cheap on this thing, are they? No, I don't think so. But it's just, I think that was more, um, I, I think that uh, uh, Kirk Ferentz would like to reward Phil Parker mm-hmm. uh, for, for his work and, and make him one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the country. And I, I think that is richly deserved. Um, you know, Seth Wallace, um, thankfully, he's, He's staying put. You know, Minnesota, P.J. Fleck made a real strong run at him. But, you know, that costs costs money uh, to keep keep him. So you've got to, you know, to retain talent, talented coaches, you have to pay them. And uh, to me, I always it always comes down to in, in college athletics, uh, big time college athletics has been and. Football needs to be the highest priority to fund. Yep. It just does. Not your sport. Do respect the sports. Uh, football's got to eat. Got to get the. They should be first in the buffet line and get what they. And, and uh, everybody else can. But football's got to eat because they. Football's good. Everybody else is good. Yeah. And when not good. Get scared. Scraps get a little smaller. Yes, it yeah. does. Hey, yeah. out of time for today, Tom. Always appreciate it. Great conversation. Safe travels okay. if you try to make your way over to Iowa City anytime, or if we get an offensive coordinator named, uh, let's hope they push back that that uh, announcement date when you guys get a press conference. Thanks, Tom. I can. I. Tom Caker joining us, HawkeyeReport.com. Hey, time right now. It is time once again for our $1,000 swoosh. Head to KXNO.com right now and enter the nationwide keyword for this hour. It's bonus. Bonus for your chance to win $1,000. Once again, that is bonus at KXNO.com. Standard data and message rate supply. Stay tuned for your next chance to win next hour. Coming up on Murph and Andy. Bonus KXNO.com. Our picks presented by Circus Sports. Ken joins me as we come back. Miller and Cotton in 106.3. KXNO. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renter's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renter's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renter'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-4400. 29. Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook. 
right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800- Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Ah, sadly, the college music is coming to a close. It is only NFL the rest of the way. It's our Football Friday picks presented by Circus Sports. Ken Miller with a commanding lead, 62-33 and 33 against the spread. That is 65.2% on the air. I'm having a good year myself, hitting 57% ATS. Many pros would take that number. Alas, not good enough this year in the contest. I basically got to be perfect the rest of the way to have any hope of tracking down Ken Miller. He joins us right now on the line as we catch Ken on the road. Ken, take it away. Your picks here on a football Friday. Five of them in this wildcard weekend. All right, you're going to have to help me through it, Trent. Um, so I love Cleveland uh, in the first game of the day. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. I know I'm going to have to give up some points. I'm going to do a lot of that this weekend. But Cleveland is picked number one. I'm going to pass the late game tomorrow night. I have no idea Miami and Kansas City, although I would take the under, not knowing what that is, but I'll stay away from that. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I saw it was down to nine and a half. You uh, relayed that information earlier, so I will take the Bills. Cowboys are my best bet of the week, especially if I can still get seven. I love Dallas. Green Bay's had a heck of a year, but I think that uh, their season comes to an end tomorrow. I'll take the Rams and take the points uh, in the nightcap on Sunday, and then I got to think the Eagles have enough pride in them to propel them to one more victory. So I'll take the Eagles on Monday night to get through to the next round. All right, good stuff, Ken. We got you in. You are locked and loaded for another week, and Ken running away with the contest this season. Well, I got to go a different direction, and I will do that in a few of these games. Kick it off with game number one. I got a money line play already. I got two and a half in my pocket. For our purposes, there is a two and a half out there. I will take the Cleveland Browns, uh, excuse me, the Houston Texans plus the two and a half. Cleveland, as I've said throughout the week, I think they have as good a shot as anybody of unseating Baltimore. They got to get them first. I think the Texans are going to be salty here. Pick number two. I'm on the other side. Too many points in a weather game. Give me the Steelers to ugly this thing up. I'll grab Pittsburgh getting the nine and a half in Buffalo. A lot of people are on Dallas. This is very much a public favorite. When that's the case, go the other way. Give me the Packers and the touchdown. With pick number three, same thing. Same thing. Excuse me. On the Detroit and Rams game, I just really like this Detroit team. They're going to have the crowd behind them. The circumstances. It's all pointing their direction. I'm going to lay it with Detroit minus the three. And my best bet of the week: Baker Mayfield's hurt. I think it's Philadelphia. This is one agreement that Ken and I have. I will also lay the three, and it's my best bet of the week: Philadelphia. Minus the three 
Our Football Friday picks brought to you each and every Friday during the course of the football season by Circus Sports. Ken and I both making money for you here this season, and it's been fun all year long. That'll do it for the week. Murph and Andy waiting in the wings. Minus the Murph, plus a Sipker. It appears on the other side. He's got his Buffalo sweatshirt on. He's ready to go. All the Bills football talk you can imagine coming up for the next couple of hours. Uh, maybe not. Then we got the drive with Heather and Sean from 1 till 3. We got you covered all afternoon long here on KXNO. Make it a good week. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you again on Tuesday after MLK Day.